It's Max Fun Drive, everybody. It's the one time of year that we devote to inviting you to become a member of the Maximum Fun Network or to boost or upgrade your membership and to support the show with your monthly contribution. It's kind of also the one time of year you get to hear both myself, Andrew Reich, and my co-host, Ben Blacker, together. Say hi, Ben. I'm here too. It's both of us. You get both of us once a year. This happens. This is this fun drive is how we maintain our independence because we are very independent. It's how we keep this show going for you to enjoy. And it's also, you know, you're going to get perks. We're not going to talk about that now. We're going to talk about that later. Uh, It's easy to join. Look at all the levels that they offer. There are a bunch of good ones. Select Dead Pilot Society for sure. But select a bunch of shows, all your favorites, when you visit MaximumFun.org slash join. Once again, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. We're going to be back in a little bit to tell you even more. Okay, Ricky Lindholm, Monica Patrick. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Uh, So excited to hear tales this pilot read. Just quickly, tell us a little bit about this thing, your collaboration, how this pilot came about? Well, we sold it to Fox for the 2018 pilot season and we took it to Amy Poehler's company and they were the producers. And then, um, then what Monica? I don't know. Then they didn't well, make it. Yeah. Then they didn't, <laughs> then they didn't make it. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. There we go. We had been, we've been set up by a friend, um, a mutual friend who thought we would get along well and work together well. And we did. And then uh, it didn't work out. So we haven't spoken to each other since. So hi, <laughs> Nice to see you. <laughs> so glad we could bring you two back together again. This, this is very sweet. So was this, so Ricky, was it, I assume there's some autobiographical elements to, oh, to yeah. this for you? Oh, yeah. And so was this an idea that you had that, that then you and Monica sort of collaborated and worked together on? Did you already have a lot of it when Monica entered the picture? I had a vague idea and then our friend Alan fixed us up and then we started brainstorming it more. And then once we brought it to Amy, it, you know, we all brainstormed it together a bunch before we took it out and just, we were like, what is it like to be, you know, to not want to get married basically was the general thing. It was like, what if you don't want to get married? What if you just don't want that in your life? What's that like? And yeah. And surprisingly a network bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people, people get very offended by that idea. They're like really? convinced that, like, yeah, they're convinced that no, you do, you really do. It's like, what if I don't? What if I don't want that? And I guess so much of comedy throughout history has just been predicated on women wanting to get married, right? That's right. the basis of <laughs> sort of most of of comedy. So you're really going against the pretty major foundational element there, and and I guess mm-hmm. people got upset. <laughs> but, but it's also it's, true that the rooms that we were in that were, we were in two rooms that were all women and both of those networks want, wanted it. And then two rooms that were mostly men and they did not want it. <laughs> that's, I don't know if that's, that's related, true. but that was true. Interesting. <laughs> all right. Well, we have just such an amazing cast here to, to read this pilot and let, let's get into it. Let's hear it. Awesome. This is Tales written by Ricky Lindholm and Monica Patrick. We are in Erica's Prius. Erica drives, and her boyfriend Adam, late 30s, sits in the passenger seat holding a cheap hat. Erica wears a cocktail dress and boots. He wears a fringe blazer and skinny tie. Tonight was fun. It was fun, considering it was a pilgrim wedding. Because they're settling. Oh, I get it. You don't think they're losing their best, Jeffs? 
Adam holds up the hat. It says, hashtag Liz, your best Jeff. No, it's like they turned 35 and went, okay, I give up. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with whoever comes along next. And then I'm going to come up with a wedding hashtag that gives up after deciding that Liz sounds like Liv. Come on. How do you know they're settling? It's like what the Supreme Court said about porn. And Liz said when I asked her what cowboy cocktail attire meant, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. I don't know. They've been together for a year. They want the same thing. So they got married. Is that settling? I mean, if we got married, would that be settling? I don't know. I thought you said you knew it when you saw it. That's only about other people. I can't be objective about myself. Erica takes out her phone and starts recording a song. Can you ever be objective about yourself? Can you ever see? Do you really have to record a song idea right now? Sorry. Why did you say you didn't know if we'd be settling? Because I don't know. Do you? No, but you're supposed to say no. It's, it's like when someone asks you if they have food in their teeth. You always say no. You do? And even if we were settling, it doesn't sound so bad. We get along. We like the same things. We still have sex. Don't you remember how hard it is to find someone you can even tolerate, let alone actually like? That's true. At least we'd have a good hashtag. Proud to be at American. It's right there. But is that enough? I'm not sure. Now I don't know what to do. Me neither. We should flip a coin. Heads we get married, tails we break up. Like right now. If it's meant to be, it'll be heads. And if it's not, we won't waste any more of our time. Are you serious? Well, neither of us knows what to do. And now that the settling thing is out there, we can't exactly go back to normal. Do you have a better idea? Fine. Flip it. Erica flips the coin. We go to her apartment. It's an awesome modern loft. It has a massage chair, a fridge with only champagne, a piano, and evidence of her songwriting everywhere. Erica puts Adam's stuff in a box and talks on the phone with her mom, Greta. Sweet, but pushy with a Buffalo accent. I'm telling you, it was fate. If it was meant to be, it would have been heads. We're in Greta, we intercut with Greta's house in her kitchen. She's in her modest, family-friendly kitchen. She unloads groceries as a snowstorm rages outside. Sweetheart, I think you've aged out of meant-to-be time. Don't you want what you and our, your father and I have? Do I want to quit my job and follow a man to North Dakota? No, nah, I'm good. At a certain point in your life, you have to start being practical. You're almost 38 years old. The wind howls and a branch hits a window hard. Greta doesn't notice. Erica puts Adam's underwear in the box. Oh, that's right. My birthday. I was supposed to do something with Adam. Why don't you call your friends? How about that that interracial couple with the townhouse in, in Encino? I want to say Cornelius and Tabitha. Mike and Beth, no. Married people never do anything last minute. They've always got a dance recital or couples therapy. I'll ask my single friends. Erica puts Rogaine in the box. Greta inspects a raw chicken. There are other people your age who are still single. Are are they widows or? No, mom, they're just single. You remember Allison, right? And Darcy? Ooh, the workaholic and the party girl. Now they're the millionaire and the party girl. I'm inviting Josh too. Sweetie, I am worried about you. Erica puts Costco lube in the box. Then decides to keep it. Don't be. This could be the best thing that's ever happened to me. Now I have more time to focus on my career. Oh, is it going better? Better? Yeah, it's amazing. Greta searches around in the cavity of the chicken. That is so great to hear. At least something good is happening in your life. Oh, God damn it. When you buy a whole chicken, you expect it to come with a neck. Erica, I gotta go return this. I love you. Talk soon. Okay, see ya. She hangs up. We go to a recording studio. Erica is with Cyrus, her longtime engineer that she works with on every project. He's cool, calm, and professional. They wait for a conference call, and Erica holds the body-positive 
ethnically ambiguous modern Sally doll. Erica gets a text from Adam. Hey, she ignores it. The leader is now joining the call. A male executive comes on the line. Erica. Hey, I'm here with my engineer, Cyrus. Great. So first off, I love the song you wrote. Love it. But I had a thought. What if you changed all the lyrics to dog barks? Like, what do you mean? Well, I saw this video of a dog barking an electronic song. It was <laughs> hilarious. So, you know, what if you did that? Well, it's just that the modern Sally doll is all about empowerment, taking up space. I agree. But people love dogs. Okay, but wasn't the whole point of the song that... The dog bark idea is great. She will absolutely try that. One question, though. Cyrus signals for her to stop. Erica changes her question. Are the dog barks more like... Or like... Hmm. Split the difference. And now that I'm hearing those, maybe beef up the melody, too. Something more... Cardi B meets the Eagles. I could, but the thing is... We'll get right on it. Cyrus hangs up the call. What was that all about, Erica? They're paying you. And more importantly, you're paying me and I'm paying for my wife and baby. You have to take their notes. I know. Are you in some sort of post-midlife crisis here? Because my friend from daddy and me went through that and now he's just the me. I'm not having a crisis. I just realized I've been settling, getting complacent, and I really want to focus on what I want. I get it. One day you're changing lyrics to dog barks and next you're sitting on a strange man's lap pretending he's your father. I just feel like if I'm going to be single and focus on my career, I need a much better career. You work all the time. On jingles or hold music or PSAs for hoof and mouth disease. I want to write fairy tales, not songs for dolls that bark. Erica opens her laptop and sees a photo of Jennifer Aniston and the headline, Will Jen Ever Find Happiness? Erica opens her email. What are you doing? I'm sending the Modern Sally song to everyone I know in the industry to see if they have any openings. That's something you do when you're in your 20s. Or when you're 37 and taking charge of your future. He plays dog barks on the keyboard. Arf, arf, arf. We're in a restaurant. Erica has her birthday dinner at the fancy sushi restaurant in her building. She's with three friends. Allison in her early 40s, a type A mogul who's self-sufficient to the extreme. Darcy in her late 30s, early 40s, a total woman child who never wants to grow up. And Josh in his 50s, a divorced dad of teenagers, full of white guy entitlement, but in a funny way. You know how they say when you know, you know. But what they don't say is what you know if you don't know, which is nothing. It's not like you don't know, so therefore it's definitely a no, or you don't know, so therefore it's probably a yes. When you don't know, it's just like, I don't know, and we didn't know. So coin toss, then we knew. I'm sorry, but... What? Is that how you're making decisions now? I feel like the universe made the decision for me. Man, I am so happy I found Haley and I don't have to deal with that stuff. I knew the moment I saw her profile, she's been to a waterfall. Josh started dating again. He's on a waiting list for the league. I thought you hated talking to Haley. Yeah, but I never thought I'd be the type of person who cared about something like that. So I told you, hot, young, interesting paradigm. What is that? He can have two. She can be hot and young, but she won't be interesting or interesting and young, but she won't be hot or interesting and hot, but she won't be young. Well, if she's all three, she can do way better than Josh. Wrong. I'm in my prime. Stop looking at me like I'm delusional. Well, if anything, Erica is the delusional one. No, I'm not. I'm emotionally adventurous. That's what's so fun about me. You might be slightly delusional and that's very fun. I just thought you were more on the family track. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I would never ruin my body with a baby. No offense, but I thought you wanted to. I still have time to ruin my body. You need to get your eggs frozen. Gross. And isn't that super expensive? I have money. But do you have raising a kid by yourself money? (laughs) My daughter has three nannies, a coordination coach, and a full-time videographer. Wouldn't you want that for little Erica Jr.? I'd rather spend my money on jewelry. At least jewelry gives you something in return. A two-friend group? I expected this from my mom, but not you guys. And just because I didn't invent the Slender Blender doesn't mean I can't afford to have a baby. Hey, look, I'm on your side here, okay? I think that women can be just as reckless and arrogant as men nowadays. Oh, really? Since when? Since last September. We're in a post-Ronin times now. You can have those egg children. Companies are making us hire you and pay you. Women are almost 20% of Congress now. Honestly, it makes me a little uncomfortable having only 80% of the vote. On that note, I need to go home and pump. And dump. And on that note, I'm going to go see Haley. She's interesting, and I'm going to find out why. Darcy, you want to go do something stupid like we used to? No, I kind of assumed this would be an early night, so I took some z after the hand rolls. Will we see you at the Just Because party? What's that? Oh, I thought you were on that text. Darcy's having it. <laughs> People throw parties when they have milestones. You know, a wedding, a baby, God forbid, a second baby. And I don't want any of those things, so I'm having a party just because. You should come. I'll be there. You guys have a new group text? It, not new. It's separate. You were never available to do anything, so we figured it was just annoying you. Allison hands Erica a Slender Blender. The latest Slender Blender. Happy birthday. We cut to the fertility clinic valet stand. Erica looks into a small cooler full of hormones. Rachel, 38, like Bridget Jones, but with no redeeming qualities. And a woman Erica doesn't remember meeting, but always seems to run into. Walks over, holding the same cooler. Hey, girl. Rachel, are you... It's such a relief to see you here. At least I know I'm not the only loser. Rachel hands her ticket to the attendant, not looking at him. How did this happen to us? We're smart. We're nice. We're at least moderately attractive. I mean, how did we not meet anybody? It's not about meeting just anybody. It's about meeting the right anybody. Wait, didn't you have a boyfriend? That nondescript looking guy with a business job? But it wasn't meant to be. Ugh, I'm sorry he dumped you. Now we're stuck spending 12K to shoot hormones into our geriatric wombs. Rachel, I think you might be looking at this the wrong way. Oh, yeah. You mean looking at it like the way it is? I mean, what's the other way? You know in soccer when you get that extra time, but you're not totally sure how long it is? I don't watch soccer. I don't either, but I pretended to be interested at once on a riot date. Anyway, it's called bonus time, and that's what you and I are in right now. You call it bonus time? I call it dying alone. You don't know that. We... One of us could still meet someone. Please. All the men our age are gay, taken, or awful. Erica gets an alert on her phone and gasps, excited. (gasps) Is it your ex? Does he want you back? Say yes. No, it's a job offer. I sent my demo out and got invited to be part of a big songwriter roundtable. Figures. See? Nobody left. We cut to Erica's apartment. There's a knock at the door. Erica answers wearing a sheet mask. She's surprised to see her ex-boyfriend, Kyle, 40, a lovable, neurotic freelance writer. God, he's cute. Kyle, I thought you were Thai food. Yeah, I get that a lot. What are you doing here? I'm back in my own place. Erica takes the mask off, leaving clear slime on her face. Do you want to come in? Uh, I'm actually on my way out. I just, I heard your music and I thought I'd say hi. Hi. Well, we should get lunch sometime. Oh, lunch is right in the middle of my prime creative time. But after like four, I'm completely useless and I have nothing left to give. So it could totally hang then. Great. That's how I like it. Erica closes the door, giddy with excitement. There's another knock. She opens it sexily. 
It's the Thai food. Something's wrong with your face. And that's the end of Act One. We hope you're enjoying this episode. We know we enjoyed making it. Um, and your support lets us continue to make these. MaxFun's business model is a artist-owned, audience-supported model. That means when you become a member, you're directly affecting our ability to continue making this show, as well as MaxFun's ability to plan for other future shows. It is a community. Maximum Fun is a community. We have our own little neighborhood uh, here at Dead Pilot Society within <laughs> that community. And it's really been helpful. I don't know if you remember, Ben, like I I was thinking back to early in the pandemic and I had to record an intro for an episode and I just couldn't deal. I couldn't do it. I was just like, Ben, let's get on a Zoom, (laughs) like talk to me. (laughs) I was, you know, it was that early, it was early months. It was so isolating. I was like, will you just, will you just do this with me? (laughs) Like I just needed (laughs) even our little community of the two of us. And I'll say, let me, let me just add to that for a sec. Um, We'll talk about the, the perks and the bonus stuff that we're giving away, but Max Fun, among all the podcasts, is a really lovely community. And, you know, we've roped in friends who have other podcasts on the Max Fun Network to come do Dead Pilots, and we've gotten a guest on their shows. And um, we're doing some special episodes as bonus content, but we'll talk about it in a sec. Yeah, no, but doing those bonus contents, it has, I feel like more and more, I'm really realizing the community that mm-hmm. and sort of taking advantage of that community. And I think probably because of the pandemic in ways, I'm just like craving that so much. And, and also because the way this show has traditionally worked is we, we get to be in person with our community of our, uh, you know, a portion of our listeners who come out who come out to the live shows and we would get to do these in front of an audience and talk to people before and afterwards. And that all went away, but we pivoted. And we've, we've kept going for over a year now, still producing this show. We had to figure out how to do it on Zoom. And Ben, you're, you're a real pioneer of these Zoom <laughs> shows from the very beginning. And it's really, it's, it's, it's really helped all of our, the community that's so huge now. Just think about all the actors that have done our show and um, all the writers that have done it. And then, and then you, you listening, um, you know, you you're, you're a part of this. The fact that you're listening, that you get, that you like what we do, you're a part of making the show and providing the funds for us to do it. And we're really lucky to have, you know, all of these parts come together and create the goodwill and the support that we need to, to continue making this show. So if you are in a position to invest in this show, please know that we really appreciate your support. Um, your support is the thing that helps us continue to make this show, a show that we love doing, a show that the writers and actors all love doing, and a show that we know you love hearing because we love hearing how you love hearing it. Before I'm going to get into what you get, but just because I'm sort of, you know, often when I'm together with you, Ben, I just get very philosophical for whatever reason. But I, I think about our show and I think Hollywood is looked at as like this zero sum game a lot of the time. And there was a point where I was that way, where I was so competitive with other writers. And I felt like for me to succeed, someone else had to fail. What we do here is the opposite of that. We uplift writers and their work that's been labeled failures. We uplift those people. We uplift work that has been rejected and, you know, by the, by the powers that be. And if that's something you value, we really hope that you will support it. And we think you value it because you're listening right now. So look, when you join at $5 per month or more, you get access to all of our bonus content. Um, 
And there's a lot of bonus content. I mean, you get all the bonus content for all the shows at Max Fun, but just for us, you get all you get the video. You get to watch the people in the table reads, which is something you didn't get to do. We, you know, before the pandemic, we weren't doing that, but now you get to see all these amazing actors. You get to see their faces. As Ben mentioned, we also uh, the two of us did uh, an episode with with the host of Brown Springfield talking about The Simpsons. Um, I'm uh, I'm a guest on Go Fact Yourself, Ben. You've done some you know, you've done some other uh, yeah, we're, we did a really cool um, bonus episode that is a crossover with John Moe's Depression Mode uh, that I think, especially if you are writers, you are going to really love this episode. Um, John uh, talks about mental health and we did a special crossover episode where we talk about mental health among television writers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I cannot wait to listen to this. Great guests. Yet. Um, including Paul Puri, who is a television writer, but who is also a trained psychologist. Um, Stephen Canals, who created Pose. And Rachel Bloom, uh, co-creator and star of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So it's a great conversation, which for only $5 a month, you get that bonus uh, episode, as well as all the bonus material on the MaxFun network. And that's for just $5 a month. And then if you join or if you upgrade at $10 per month or more, you get a max one show pin of your choice. Guessing it's going to be a dead pilot society pin. And our pin's great. Our pin's great. Our pin's great. You know, we've stepped up, I feel like, our graphic uh, <laughs> yeah. graphic image this year. I mean, our pins are always good. But, you know, if you've noticed the logo, the logo's a big... Uh, yeah, the logo is really cool. Um, and the pin is really cool this year, too. Uh, so I think after after this year, uh, Maximum Fund's going to be taking a break from pins. So you got to round out your pin collection with the True. 2021 Dead Pilot Society show pin. Um, and then the, do you get the tea? Ben? I did get the tea. Because the, the, the tea... The Max Fun Take a Minute Tea Kit. Um, that's a thank you gift for joining or upgrading at $20 per month or more. Why don't you talk about that tea? The tea is a lovely sort of orange uh, spice tea that I enjoy in the afternoons. It's uh, non-caffeinated, uh, a delightful respite from my busy day. <laughs> and it comes in a custom tea tin with, with art by Atomic Pixies. It's a rocket-shaped tea infuser. Oh. And, and this is like, this tea is just a special custom Max Fun blend of tea it is. from Wishes cool. Tea. It's, come on, we all need some comfort. I know we're not British, even though we've had a lot of Brits on the show lately, but we can still enjoy some tea. So that's for $20 per month or more. Um, so look, if you've joined, if you've upgraded already, thank you so much. But if you haven't and you're ready to do so, now's the time. You're thinking about it now. You might be, you're listening on a computer or a phone. You, ha- you have the ability right now to go to MaximumFun.org slash join and support this show. And now back to this show. Act two, we begin in an animated world. It's an animatic of a roughly drawn king and queen. The king apologizes to the queen and they hug. Then a princess joins the hug. The whole scene is oddly unsatisfying. The lights come on and we see a dozen people at a long table in a soulless conference room. Another songwriter, Carson, frumpy and over it, turns to Erica. This your first round table? Yep, so excited. Congrats. It's a really good time to be a woman right now. Erica looks around. Everyone at the table is a man, except for her. The executive in charge, Guy, addresses the group. Okay, so let's start with the ending. It's kind of clunky and also not testing well with our 18 to 24 or the three to eight and a half demos. So 
Any suggestions on how we could fix it with a song? What if there's a fun dance song about the parents being happy to get? Yeah, okay. Or what if it's like Let It Go, but it's a duet and it's about holding on instead of letting it go. Oh, and it's windy instead of snowing. Or what if the mom was just dead? Problem solved. Oh, yeah, I like yeah, that. we should I definitely like kill her. Definitely kill the one. Or what if the king and queen got divorced? The other songwriters stare at her blankly. They didn't seem happy. That's probably why it's weird to see them kiss and make up. Yeah, there's no divorce in animated movies. It, it wouldn't test well with our values audience. But they always have dead parents in animated movies. The Lion King, Frozen, Finding Nemo, Kung Fu Panda, Despicable Me, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Hotel Transylvania, The Lorax. And like, where is Mama Smurf? Snow White's mom, Ariel's mom, Belle's mom, Quasimodo's mom, Cinderella's mom, Nemo's mom. She already said that one. Rapunzel's parents, Oliver's parents, Lilo's parents, Jasmine and Aladdin's parents, Shang's dad in Mulan. Oliver Flesham and the great mouse detective. Yeah, her mom is dead and her dad gets kidnapped by a peg-like bat named Fidget. Tarzan's parents were mauled by a leopard and then his adopted father got shot in the heart. And of course, there's Bambi's mom. We see the room collectively remember the sadness of Bambi. So why is divorce sadder than that? Also, how many kids even have dead parents? I do. My dad passed away when I was at computer camp, went to the woods and never came back. They found his body eight days later. The authorities think it was an accident, but my mom is convinced it was a bridge pushing. Okay, well, it's not that common. Half the kids watching this movie are divorced, have divorced parents, and no one's speaking for them. This could be groundbreaking. You know, why don't you take a crack at writing the song? Just make sure it's framed in a positive light. Carson sighs audibly. Of course, the woman got the job. We go to Darcy's law office. Erica and Darcy are in Darcy's Diane Lockhart-esque office. I love your new office. I've been here two years, but thanks. Darcy rifles through her drawer full of Advil and Plan B. She finds a five-hour energy shot and pours it into her coffee. I'm so tired. I literally just got back from New York. Oh, you have to see Hamilton on edibles. You went last night? Well, my first meeting wasn't until noon. Wow. Well, you know who else just got back from New York? Kyle. Kyle, Kyle? Is he like back back? Yep, I can't believe it. I just feel like he was the one that got away. Or at least the one that went to New York. I mean, what are the chances? What are the chances that a guy who owns a condo in your building came back to it? It's pretty good. But he came back now. That has to mean something. Are you sure it's not the hormone shots talking? No, I am not sure. But the only reason we stopped hanging out is because he moved. So, oh, I think I think my two o'clock is here. Thanks for letting me sit in. I just need some inspiration for my divorce song. I mean, I'm from a loving family. My parents have been together for 40 years. Yeah, that's a tough break. Ooh, what if you call your song, Never Get Married? Women used to be forced into marriage as part of a land deal, but now they do it voluntarily. And until someone can explain what's in it for me... I'm never getting married. I don't know if that's exactly what they're looking for. Darcy's client, an intense woman, Sheila, walks in and sits. I want Keith dead. I know how I'd do it too. Nice to see you, Sheila. I pay you by the minute, so let's skip that part. Keith, dead. I can say that in front of you, right? You're my lawyer. And you're... I'm just trying to find the positive side of divorce. We go to Erica's apartment. She sits at her piano trying to write. This leads us into a quick montage of Erica writing and doing egg stuff. Erica walks around her neighborhood. She gets catcalled by a man, but she's wearing headphones, so she doesn't notice. Erica awkwardly gives herself a hormone shot. Erica records in the studio with Cyrus, who has a baby strapped to his chest. Erica sits at the piano wearing a hashtag Liz Your Best Jeff t-shirt. Erica gives herself a hormone shot. It's getting easier. There's a text from Adam. Can we talk? Erica ignores it. Erica's totally burnt out. 
She closes the piano lid and we end the montage. It's night in her apartment. Erica opens the door and sees Kyle holding DVDs. Hi, come on in. We're our old favorite Lifetime movies. You did? Which ones? Uh, Invisible Child, where Rita Wilson has an imaginary kid. Uh, Girl Positive, where Jenny Garth has HIV. Or To Be Fat Like Me, where Kelly Coco wears a fat suit to learn empathy. Oh, it's hard to decide. I like the hard life lessons of the fat suit. But it's nice seeing Kelly Taylor get AIDS. Yeah. But HIV is so much more manageable now. Let's go with Rita Wilson's Invisible Kid. Later, Erica and Kyle watch Invisible Child. They sit a little far apart, and Erica wonders if she should move closer. On screen, Rita Wilson is angry that her quote-unquote child didn't eat his dinner. So why did you move back? I miss my life here. I miss my friends. I missed you. I'm a writer, so I can write anywhere. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> Watching Rita Wilson push an empty swing just isn't the same without you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're still around. So many of my friends here coupled off and disappeared. Well, that was almost me, but here I am starting over. I'm starting over too. Erica looks at Kyle. She leans in to kiss him. He stops her. Wait. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to misread things. I'm on a lot of hormones and it's just making me like, oh, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'm just uh, doing a different kind of starting over. Because you moved? Well, yeah, I moved, but I'm also bisexual. Oh, but then you still like women. So technically, but I'm only sleeping with men right now. Since when? New York. I've been sleeping with women for 40 years. Well, 24 years, uh, 20 years. So now I'm exploring the other side of myself. It's exciting, you know, starting over like this. And I was hoping we could transition from friends with benefits to... Friends with no benefits at all? I mean, I'm not taking away your health care, but yeah. Oh, wow. Rachel was right. Rachel, is she the... Um, Woman I always run into for some reason? Yes. She said that everyone was gay, taken, or awful. I'm only one and a half of those things. Kyle smiles. Erica doesn't. I think you should probably go. You don't want to watch the movie? I do, but I just thought of a song idea and I need to work when inspiration strikes. Besides, I already know how it ends. Kyle leaves. Erica watches Rita Wilson push the empty swing. We're in Guy's office. Erica sits across from Guy. Okay, so I talked to marketing about the divorce song and they are so excited to hear it. But they did have some notes. Notes before I even write it? They said they wanted it to be like a slower song, kind of like Rainbow Connection, but with a laid back James Brown kind of funk, you know, but also have that kind of classic show tune feel like da-da-da, like a... Whatever that song is, but something that can still be a radio hit that people can dance to, like like Despacito. Does that make sense? Yeah, so like a 70s, 90s, 30s funk Muppets classic ballad that's also a dance song and maybe in Spanish? Exactly. So there was something else that I, I wanted to talk to you about, something delicate. You want me to work for scale? Well, well yes, but, but that's not what I was... Are, are we cool now? Yeah, sure, we're... We're cool. Okay, so you're not going to write some article or, or talk to a reporter? No. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, because when I got your email out of the blue, I was like, oh man, here it comes. What do you mean? Well, it's just, you know, when you're younger, you just do stupid things and say stupid things. And when that whole thing went down, I was just, I just want you to know that I was a different person then. And I'm so happy you get it. I knew you were cool. Wait, is this why you gave me the job? No. And the song was a good idea. Besides, the studio has this mandate where we have to hire women, so this really works out. Well, I will record a demo with Cyrus and send it over. Oh, actually, marketing wants you to play the song for them in person. Cool. We cut to Allison's mobile office. Erica, Allison, her infant daughter, Archer, and an assistant ride in Allison's fabulous mobile office. It's a sleek van. 
decked out with everything high-tech and embossed with the Slender Blender logo. Allison makes futile attempts to console her cranky daughter while talking to Erica. And you have no memory of this? No, I can't tell if he's mixing me up with someone else or if I just don't remember it. Well, you can't be expected to keep track of every man who said or did something weird to you in your 20s. I know, it's just like, what happened? (laughs) I want an updated prototype by early September. Sorry, conference call. I once had a guy apologize for getting me fired because I wouldn't sleep with him. I was like, I quit that job, but thank you for letting me know you tried. Archer continues to fuss. Allison shakes a rattle at her. Erica can tell that Allison is a bit overwhelmed. I wonder how bad whatever he did was. Like, bad, bad, or like, not so bad, bad. And I can't take someone else's Me Too reparations, can I? I don't know. It sucks either way. Yeah. I don't want men to be the only people who write songs for princesses, but I also don't want this to be the way I get a job. But sometimes, these are the jobs. No! Did you see the NASDAQ? We will only close at 2.74. Archer screams. As Allison continues to speak, Erica sings her female empowerment song to Archer. I want to have it all. I want to take up space. I want to live out loud. I want to find my place. Archer stops crying. Allison is impressed. The van pulls in front of the doctor's office. Thanks for the ride. It's fine. You took me when I got mine frozen. And I get just as much work done. 2.74, end of story. In my mobile office. Text me when you're conscious and I will sign you out. You sure you want one of those? I want the option. Right then, Archer loudly shits herself awake. In the doctor's office, Erica is slightly groggy as she talks to a female doctor. Okay, I have good news and bad news. The good news is you got an egg. Awesome. One someday egg baby on ice. I know it's a little soon, but if it's a girl, I think I'm going to call her Mabel. That name is just good enough not to get made fun of and just bad enough that no one else will pick it. Wait, what's the bad news? Well, you got an egg. One. Yeah, Mabel. It's not quite that simple. The egg has to survive the thaw, the fertilization, the implantation. Things can go bad at any time. So Mabel could just die? Depending on when your personal belief system dictates life begins, Mabel could never exist in the first place. But each egg has roughly a 50-50 chance of becoming a baby. Oh, 50-50. Coin flip. (laughs) Yes. And I'm not sure if you're in a relationship, but at this point, your best bet is to do it the old-fashioned way. Soon. Or now. Preferably now. We go to Erica's apartment. She walks in deflated. The apartment that looked so badass before now seems a little cold and empty. A little lonely. She gets a text from Adam. Can we just pretend it was heads? Erica stares at her phone, unsure of what to do. And that's the end of Act 2. Act 3, we're in Erica's bedroom. She sits in a big leather chair, talking on speakerphone. Maybe it wasn't fate. Maybe the universe is telling me to do something else all along. You have to stop talking like the universe is a thing. We reveal that she's talking to Greta, who is aggressively scraping ice off of her car windshield. Erica hits a button, and her chair, which we now realize is a massage chair, tilts backward. We intercut. Oh, oh God, you aren't going to tell me how you don't understand how a planet can be made of gas again. I'm just saying a planet is something you can stand on. Well, whatever it is, I feel like it's backing me into a corner and I just don't know if I'm doing the right thing anymore. You always make things too hard for yourself. The massage chair starts massaging. Mm, I really do. Call Adam so he's not perfect. A movie with 75 rotten tomatoes is still a pretty good movie. Interstellar got 75 tomatoes. The thing about you is you live the life you want to live, no matter how difficult or ridiculous it seems. And I've always been proud of that. Scared, 
but proud. But maybe now it's time to stop making everything so hard. Greta takes her scraper and knocks off a huge chunk of ice. But for the record, Interstellar was terrible. It's just that no one had the guts to say it. Erica has a realization. She hits a button and tilts forward. We go to Darcy's loft. Darcy, Allison, and Josh, and many others are at Darcy's super fun just because party. It has multiple bars and a banner that reads, congrats, Darcy, on absolutely nothing. Yeah, you see, I knew she wouldn't be here. Well, I know Coin Toss has been calling. Something's probably going on there. Even if she did get back together with Coin Toss, that's not an excuse to not show up. You're a single mom and you run a multi-million dollar corporation and you're here. Yeah, and I'm dating Haley and I'm here. <laughs> she just told me the funniest thing. She hates the word squish. Hating the word squish not is not a personality. Interesting. In the hallway, uh, Erica walks nervous. She reaches a door and knocks. Kyle answers. Want to go to a party? We go to her Prius. Erica and Kyle drive in her car. I'm sorry I wasn't as supportive as I should have been before. I think I was too focused on the fact that I was starting over to realize that you were really starting over. At least you didn't tell me that men can't be bisexual. Have people said that to you? Almost everyone. Oh, yikes. See, I'm way better than those people. I'm practically Kaylee Coloco in a fat suit. <laughs> you are. I'm glad we can be friends. We can start over together. Well, next to each other. <gasps> I just got an idea for my song. Erica stops at the light. She takes out her phone and sings. Family isn't just who you're related to. Sorry, I'll stop. Bad habit. Go on. Oh, that's okay. You can sing. Erica is touched. The light changes and a car beeps at them. Erica waves sorry and drives away. At Darcy's house, Erica and Kyle walk into the party. Erica sees Darcy, Allison, and Josh, who is now with his date, Haley. Hey, you guys remember Kyle? Yeah, of oh, course. Good to see you, Kyle. I don't know hey. him. Nice to see you. I'm going to go grab us some drinks. Darcy raises her eyebrow at Erica, Ray, Kyle. I'll tell you later. Well, I'm glad you came. I wasn't sure if you would. Of course I came. Good, because you kind of disappeared on us for a while. I didn't say anything because I figured we lost you to the suburbs like we lost everyone else. But now that you're back, don't do it again. I won't, I promise. At that moment, a super hormonal and drunk Rachel interrupts. Erica, how many eggs did you get? Wait, are you allowed to ask me that? I don't know. There aren't any rules for this stuff yet. But by the look in your face, I can tell that it's less than 10. Yikes. I got enough. I hope so. I mean, because otherwise you're out of options. You know what, Rachel? You need to stop. You can think of yourself as a pathetic loser, but that doesn't mean I have to join you. I never said pathetic. It's like with Jennifer Aniston. All these magazine covers are like, poor Jen, lonely Jen, no baby for Jen. Dude, she's Jennifer freaking Aniston. She's fine. Yeah, and like, how great is Matthew Perry doing? I don't know. He was a friend, but that's got to count for something. I am such a Monica. Well, you're not exactly Jennifer Aniston. Sure, I don't have her perfect body or luminous face or intensely likable personality or worldwide acclaim or millions of dollars. But other than that, we're the same and we're sick of it. Whatever. I'm getting a jalapeno Rita. Rachel walks away and immediately falls down. Allison turns to Erica. Are you okay? You know what? I'm fine. I am totally fine. It's just that other people seem to think I'm not. I faked the coin toss. You did? What coin toss? Yeah, I just thought I have to have some kind of story to wrap it in so people won't judge me. I didn't feel like I could just say I didn't love this guy. I felt like I had to make it more palatable. You don't have to make things palatable for us. I once threw up in your hair. That was you? How do you not remember? Erica shrugs. That's disgusting. But Darcy's right. You got to do what's right for you. I always do what's right for me, no matter how it affects anyone else. 
speaking of doing what's right for you, what did you decide to do about the divorce song? Okay, well, I thought about it and it's like with moral relativism. Stop making it more palatable. And yes, I'm taking it because these are the jobs. Erica nods. Kyle returns with the drinks and hands one to Erica. She looks at her her group of friends and smiles. Cheers to starting over. Literally none of us are starting over but you. Oh, then cheers to us being back together again. Navigating this crazy world with each other, doing this together as a crew. Oh my God, will you, will you stop this awful toast if we just put you back on the group text? To the group text. To, to the, the group, group text. text. Cheers. Rachel staggers up and puts her hand on Kyle's arm. Hey there. I'm only fucking dudes now. Oh. We cut to the conference room. Erica sits at her keyboard in front of the marketing team. She sees Simone, a female exec who seems to be in charge. This song is about creating your own family and how even if things didn't turn out the way you expected, that's okay. They might turn out even better. So picture the mom singing to her daughter. I know this isn't exactly what you wanted. It's not how you hoped things would go. And maybe someday things will change. But until then, I want you to know. Your family isn't just who you're related to. It's the people who are with you every day. The people who will fight for you. The people who do right by you. Your family is the people who will stay. Your family's there to celebrate your birthday. Your family's there when you are right or wrong. If you're up or if you're down, they're the ones who'll be around. Your family is the place where you belong. And one day I hope you'll see... He'll always be your dad, but I'm your family. We are your family. Not every family is the same, but I'm not gonna lie. Ours is pretty great with me and your brother and cousins and friends. A family is something we create. A family is something we create. Your family isn't just who you're related to. It's the people who are with you every day. The people who will fight for you. The people who will do right by you. Your family is the people who will stay. Your family's there to hug you on a sad day. Your family's there when you feel weak or strong. If things are bad or things are good, you'll know that it's understood. Your family is the place where you belong. And one day I hope you'll see. He'll always be your dad. But I'm your family. We are your family. We're your family. Erica looks around at the marketing team expectantly. There's an emotional pause before Simone says, I love it. Love it. Everyone nods in agreement. Erica is so excited. But I think it's cleaner if we just kill the mom. Oh, okay. Erica, disappointed, quietly collects her stuff as the team watches. Just as she's about to leave, Simone stops her. Erica, why don't you try writing the song for the princess? Erica smiles. She's more than ready to write that one. End of show. Okay, we really want to say thanks again to everyone who has gone out of their way to support the show as a Max Fund member. We know you don't have to do it, and we thank you so much that you do it, that you like the show, and that you want to support it. Um, we, we so appreciate it. We really love doing this show, and all the support just means so much. So you're the reason that through all of this, this crazy year, we've been able to continue creating 
this show and we will be back to our live shows. We will be. Um, but the, the, we've been able to keep doing it during all of this is really thanks to you. And we cannot thank you enough. If you haven't had a chance to become a member yet, you can do so at MaximumFun.org slash join. You can also upgrade your membership there. Once again, MaximumFun.org slash join. Thanks so much for listening and thanks for your support. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.